Last time on Sexy Dice Funk. <laughs> well, that's that's in the recording now. Yeah. A slow rising sound starts to soak the air around you, like a low, deep torrent of rain falling, but never hitting any ground. The crowd of people surges into the grounds, um, and kind of like immediately they just start like ransacking the place. Yeah. That there are some uh, pretty hostile letters um, that appear to have been sent back and forth from uh, the Lord of uh, Akamoros. But more suspiciously than that, across the the um, uh, distance between the house uh, to the gate, you see a ladder propped up against a pillar, and two figures um, dressed in Akamorian army gear oh, uh, making their way over the top of the uh, pillar and disappearing down the other side. You open it completely, get a look inside. There is a pile of about 20 bodies. That you're not even sure that the rumbling is actually coming from outside your head. You're, you're, following, the, uh, you're following the trail through the city. Uh, it seems to be leading back in the direction uh, where you originally first came from, the quarry. And I hate to tell you, boys, but there's another plume of smoke. Hi everybody, and welcome welcome to an episode of Dice Funk After Dark. That's the uh, that's the Dice Funk where we get together at around two o'clock in the morning and record because um, everybody's schedules are fucked up. So we're kind of in a hurry this week uh, because we don't have a whole lot of time. We had to cram this in. It's not going to be a full hour uh, an episode. I apologize for that in advance, um, but we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. So. Um, so yeah, uh, as I recall, um, you guys were tracking down the mysterious absconding soldiers from the uh, um, from the mansion. Yeah, and it was leading you in the in the direction of the quarry, I believe, right? Wherever they are, we're following them. Well, no, I recognize that, but I told you that it was leading you in the direction of the quarry, and also that there was a new plume of smoke coming from that direction. Is that right? There's always new plumes. <laughs> what was their absconction check? Because I think I beat it with 25, so they tried to abscond. But <laughs> no, they did. They did abscond. They have absconded. Their absconce. Their absconce is done. Uh, you guys were were well behind them. It's just that you are aware of the direction in which they absconded. <laughs> Just because you just because you roll a massive survivalism check doesn't mean you turn around the corner and you're like, oh, it's you guys, and they're like, damn it. <laughs> I like, I like conjugating abscond. Abscond arse is good. If if they were pop stars, they would be absconce. <laughs> yeah, they would. That's my contribution. So, um, okay, one more thing before Johnny starts with this opening flavor thing. At the the very, very last thing before the credits last week was Johnny saying, next week, Jess. <laughs> Anyone want to? Jess, Jess couldn't make it, and we're really sorry. She'll be back hopefully next week. There are things, and, you know, our lives are, uh, you know, lives. And that's it. Ah, maybe maybe we'll find Alana's body and then No, no, we will not. No, I'm sure she's fine. Um so let's let's do the thing. Okay. Um 
Um, so you continue following the tracks throughout the city, and um, as, I mean, perhaps you suspected, at least anyways, uh, it leads you to the courtyard sitting outside of the quarry. Um, uh, and having arrived there, you can see that this new plume of spoke, which is slightly less impressive than the other ones, which are intensely darkening the sky around the city behind you, this is some amateur fire <laughs> that put their heart into this one. It issues from inside the closed and chained gates that lead into the quarry. There's little to no activity here in the courtyard in a distinctly unpleasant way. But beyond the gate, dull moaning and the echoes of screams from far away call out to you. Not being able to see through the gate, only the smoke the whimpers, and the smell of burning meat give you any clue <laughs> as to what's on the other side. Mm, meat. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Where? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Where am I exactly? What's in front of my face? Um, you're, you're in the, uh, you're, you're basically where you left Alana. You're at the courtyard where the entry to the quarry is, um, uh, uh, um, held. Okay. Um... Who's in front of me? Like, what What are the peoples? You don't see anybody. It's all screaming from beyond the gate, apparently, and it's chained. The the, the screaming that you hear sounds like it's it's past the gate. It's kind of far away, though. Like, it's not I'm like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did it, where is this gate? I thought you said I was at the quarry. I'm confused. Yeah, you, you are. There's a gate that leads into the quarry. They don't just oh. let people walk in and out, you know? Okay. All right. I walk up. Like, I can, I can barely think straight right now. So, I, so like, all my bad decisions are going to be more so. So, what, Ronaldo, um, I want to ask Alana what happened, but I feel like that would be better for next time. She's not there. You don't she's, see Alana. Oh, she's not there. Good. You don't see Alana anywhere. Understood. So, Ronaldo walks up to the gate and tries to see what's going on. I mean, it's chained. Do you want me to try to melt the chains or something? I don't know. I just, I, look. <laughs> Make a decision, and Ronaldo's walking up to the gate. He's confused and he's tired. See, this is a good storytelling opportunity because Leon is losing consciousness, and Ronaldo hasn't slept in like two days. Also, he was tortured brutally. Right, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's been through the ringer, so we can roll that play this out now, like through um. This is what you call method method role playing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a Stanislavski moment. Okay, so um, what does Ronaldo see slash hear at the gate? Um, well, you can't see through the gate. The gate is is uh, comprised of basically solid iron slats, okay. uh, presumably put across a slightly more uh, stable structure. But uh, uh, coming closer to the gate, you can hear that a lot of the low moaning is like right on the other side. Oh man, it's the quarry full of zombies. The more the more panicked the more panicked noises are are from farther away. Renato says, "Who's in there?" Yeah, um, you just you hear people um uh, again like breathing laboriously. You hear a couple people call for help. Okay. Except not not really call, more kind of like croak for help. Can Renato hear Alana? Um roll a perception check. I'm gonna Johnny, if the quarry is filled with zombies, I'm going to be very upset with you. Eight. I got an eight. You you cannot hear Alana. Okay. Um, Renato, Renato, like, sort of, like, lumbers and, like, waddles over to Anne 
and says, what were we supposed to be doing here again? We were we were chasing those two guys who ran away from the mansion. Yeah. Which, incidentally, uh, Austin, you have lost the trail of, because all the boot marks that you've been following are, are now matched by a heck of a lot more boot marks that are the same. Mm, should I... Should we go in, then? How? I mean, I could try to melt the chain with sacred flame. Well, fire has gotten us this far. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why stop now? So yeah, I guess I'm going to take the chain in hand and just blast it with sacred flame and see if it, like, melts a little. I just need to get it uh, damaged enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't need to incinerate it, so let's try that. Should... Do you... Yeah, do you want to make this uh, saving throw on behalf of the chain? It's 14 DC. I I guess so. <laughs> I love how Austin's like looking up the stats for the dungeon master. You you got a hot chain, but f- from from the evidence here, it's um like it's a pretty it's a pretty flimsy chain. So you get the you get the impression that with a little concentration, a little know how, maybe some elbow grease. The chain rolled sixteen for the audience. Yeah, the ch- the chain the chain's baller. The chain knows what's going on. Mmm, I didn't really. It didn't really help. I just warmed it up for you. You want to take the maybe fire poker and try to try to break it. Ronaldo kind of like wanders over there. It's like this may as well happen. <laughs> All right, what do I? What am I rolling? Uh, attacks. I guess. Yeah, I know, but what is my poker? Is is just proficiency plus strength, so should be the same as your mace. Eight. It's not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> he just like limply like swats at He's it. Tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it was kind of a one handed. Uh. Um. Sh- <laughs> and, and and looks at you in your very sleepy display, and says, "Uh, do you want to try it tomorrow or?" <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo like looks like he's struggling, and he says, "Can you butt touch me real quick?" <laughs> Always four, so plus ten to this roll. I'm gonna try <laughs> one more time. Ronaldo's summoning all his manly courage to hit fourteen. Okay, you know what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hit it in an amazing feat of strength and heroics, and. <laughs> It smashes to a million pieces, and all of its chain relatives and chain friends um, are really, really sad. But they're like, that was really impressive. We've never seen a man break one of us like that. Ronaldo <laughs> drops the poker. He's just done with it. And then he tries to get the gate open. Okay. <laughs> um, upon levering the uh, um, Creehy gate open, almost immediately... All the moaning that you hear stops. <laughs> oh god, come on. Okay. And what you are confronted with is about two dozen deeply charred corpses. Like we're talking some of them some of them burned down to the bone. Pockets. No, hold on. No. Oh no, my god. No, we're not just checking their pockets. Oh, well, okay. I guess that's happening. Uh, they are all they are all dressed in stone root city garb. Yes. No. All right, two things. Two things. Two things. Ronaldo checks their pockets and Ronaldo looks for Silas. Yes. And by the way, in that order. Okay. <sighs> um 
in the pockets, uh, you find what are, um, I guess, Dungeons and Dragons equivalents of sort of like dog tags. You find like badges and, you know, uh, um, official writs of like. I steal a badge. I steal a badge. Johnny. Yeah. Dragon tags. Dragon tags? Is that what they're called? That have to be with. I guess. I guess that's what they're being called now. I'm. I'm taking one of the guard badges uh, for myself. All right, you're taking a badge. Does it have a name on it, or is it just like a, a rudiment? Like a like? Are they all just the regular same badge? Uh, it it has um it has an initial uh-huh. and a last name on it. What is it? I want to know. Um, it is J Tombrello. Got it. <laughs> we. Didn't ask Styles' last name, did we? Yeah, well, it's not. It is. It's. It's not Jay. It's not Jay. I know who that is. All right. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Can I do medicine checks to see if I can detect anything about them besides the fact that they are burned? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Seventeen. All right. Uh. What do you want to know? Um. If it looks like the fire was the only thing that killed them, are they still? Um. Are, were they recently moaning? Um, you... <laughs> <laughs> um, it is your it is your professional opinion as someone who plays a doctor on uh, a podcast that um, there is no way that any of these corpses uh, could have been verbally communicating um, in like at least the last hour. Can I, can, since Ronaldo's checking tags, does he find Silas? He does not. Good. All right. Um, but they all seemed like they were killed by fire and like immediately, like one blast. There, there was, um, you, you, there's a, there's a smell on the bodies as well. Um, you kind of get the impression that, um, that the nature of the fire was not supernatural, um, that it was, uh, chemically set. Uh, so there's like there's an there's an odor to the burns and the bodies. Another thing about them is is that um, uh, your your knowledge of burned bodies, um, <laughs> my knowledge of burned bodies is, is is extensive. As a cleric, you've seen many burns over the course of your life. As a cleric who likes to burn people and set fire to things, you've seen way more burns than your average cleric. Um, but one of the things that you're familiar with that happens when people are burned badly is that, like, plasma and fluids have a tendency to seep to the surface. But every one of these bodies, despite the fact that visually speaking, it has been very badly burned, they are all bone dry. Uh, And another thing that you notice is, uh, that light rust-colored mud that you uh, saw earlier at the church... Um, for the victims of the quarry accident, mm-hmm. quote unquote accident. Um, yeah, that is on most of the bodies. Mm. Do you think that this was the same thing that when the rebellion attacked the quarry before with the with the chemical bombs that we were sent to look for? Hmm. Renato walks over to Anne, puts one hand on her shoulder, and says, "Anne, what we've got here is an SCP." You know I don't know what that means. Oh, it means somebody else's problem. <laughs> and, then, and then he leaves. Oh, wait, are we leaving the quarry or are we going deeper? You can do whatever you want. Ronaldo's done and he's tired. 
you hear you still hear screaming coming from within the tunnels of the quarry. Oh, God, I didn't know that. You didn't say that. No, I, I'm sorry. I said the low. I said the low moaning stopped. I should have oh, said that, that. You can still hear screaming in the distance from All right. uh, deep in the quarry. Uh, perception check. Perception check to tell if Ronaldo can hear Silas or Adelana. That's a good character moment, though. Like, Ronaldo turns around, he's like, not our problem, and starts to walk away, and then he hears some screams, and he stops, and he's like, come on. (laughs) All right. 18 for my perception to tell if Ronaldo can hear anyone familiar in the screams. It's a little difficult for you to tell, um, because the screams are coming from pretty strained voices, and not only that, they're affected by the echoes of the the tunnels. Mm. So there's nothing distinct... That that you can hear that reminds you of uh of or that catches your memory of Silas's voice or Alana's. We can walk away now, but if you want to save Silas, I feel like we probably should go. In we we have to go in deeper now. Ronaldo looks like he's wrestling with this, and then he like kind of like screws up his courage and says, "Okay, let's go." All right, what's what's you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do. Our very damnedest to go back to where we lost Jane, I think. Unless we run into something before then. Yeah, I mean, we're... That's the direction we're heading, at least. I guess. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, as you move deeper into into the quarry, the noise in your ears um, has a tendency to get louder more intensely and quicker than it did before. This is upsetting. This is like turning into Silent Hill. (laughs) (laughs) And moving away from the gate, you encounter what I can only describe as being several trails of bodies. Um, Insofar as that, you know, you find a body here, you find a body there, you see bodies (laughs) leading down other paths. They are almost, uh, like, they are all of them dressed, excuse me, not almost, they are all of them dressed in Stone Root City Guard uniform. Pockets. I feel like we like one upside is we'll have a run of the place once this is over because there's <laughs> there's nobody left. There's also probably no getting any more buildings left. Seriously, Ronaldo checks their pockets. Are you you're checking pockets? Yeah, <laughs> if it's just a bunch of badges, it doesn't matter. But if there's if there's valuables, no, nah, you're finding pretty standard. You know, you're finding pretty standard inventory for the guards to be carrying on duty. What about weapons? I mean, they were all armed, right? Yeah, they they there were long swords if uh if if you're interested in Ooh. in a a nice long sword. Oh wait, is it a long sword or one of those weapons I have to hold with two hands? No, you can one hand but you can't dual wield. Ah, no, that's not what I want. Okay. Yeah, you have to take a feat to yeah. do that. Can you can you not can you not like wield a long sword and another weapon in the other hand? That's what I'm asking. You can only dual wield weapons that are uh, designated light unless you take the dual wielding feat. Okay. Level four. Right, right. I did not. I did not do. Okay, that's fine. Um, then Ronaldo just keeps going and towards the screaming. All right. Uh, you you get down into the quarry. Um, and I mean the screaming is kind of coming from everywhere. The echoes seem to be playing tricks with you. Um, it doesn't help either that you keep hearing this rumbling in your ears that's that's drowning out, you know, not a lot of everything, but a lot of background noise. Um, it kind of feels like it's it coming from everywhere at once to you, honestly. Um, but you do hear screaming, panicked voices, raised voices that seem like they're they're talking to each other at high pitch or like, you know, yelling at each other because you hear... 
a, a cadence of speech that sounds like words. Okay, um, Ronaldo's just gonna try to communicate. He's gonna yell Silas. Actually, actually, um, Ronaldo yells Silas, and then he tells Anne, use your boom voice <laughs> for TL Silas. Here comes the boom. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely gonna thaumaturgy some Silas. All right. What's the worst that could happen? Cave in. You take your deepest breath, you yell out, Silas! And for a moment, you get no response. And then, the ground starts to shake. Great. Well, look, we've committed to this now. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good campaign. <laughs> as, you, as you're moving uh, uh, through the, the tunnels in the quarry 2, you're finding that the bodies that you're encountering are not as badly burned. Hmm. So the explosion was out there. Oh, I, I guess I'm also going to call for Alana, because... I assume this is where she ended up. By the way, as as Ronaldo passes by the corpses, he's like sort of like glancing over them to make sure they're nobody he knows. We don't know too many people in this town. I know. I'm just saying, if it's Alana or Silas or yeah. uh, like anyone, he he he's just checking. And for the record, like when you're looting people, like Anne is like doing some uh, Avondra equivalents of like signs of the cross or something. <laughs> she's not. She's not just like whistling. <laughs> <laughs> this is neat. <laughs> okay, um you're you're not finding Silas. Uh, uh, that much is clear. Um and you're working your way, I'm I'm sure like uh, down to the bottom of the quarry. That that's that's where you're headed. Yeah, I mean we're we're we're, we're basically going as far down as we can like towards the screams. Okay. All right. Um so you finally get to the bottom of the pit of the quarry. And uh you find Two bodies face down mm. um, that are not dressed in uh, Stone Root Guard uniform. Shit. So they're face down, which means they could be trap cards. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh, but... <laughs> I am not. Uh, and neither is Ronaldo, so he doesn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh check! <laughs> You can you can see you can see from uh, like from where you are at the very least uh, that one of them is male and one of them is female. All right, Ronaldo checks the male. All right, um, you roll them over and you don't know him. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's a pretty he's a pretty rough and tumble sort of guy. He's got a couple of scars. He's dressed in leathers. Um, but it's one of Tamsin's guys, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I guess medicine check to see, like, what I can see about what's going on with his sitch. Fifteen. Okay. Um, By examining the body, you are absolutely clear that he has endured a long fall. But moreover than that, uh, he's actually also had, um, he's also had a knife um, wound in him. Um, Like a mortal knife wound. It looks like in the back as well. Wait. So is the is the guy dead? Oh yeah. Okay. I check him for ID or something. He's got no ID, but you do find ten gold pieces. Nice. Glad I get to my thing. See, I was gonna make a really good rap joke because there's a guy named No ID, but neither of you would have got it. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I check the woman. All right. You roll the woman over. Get a look at her face, and you're not sure, but it's either Emma or Tamson. Oh shit. Um, is she dead? 
<laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. I check. I check. I check her for ID. Uh, perception check. I think to see if I can spot any differences. Yeah, there was there was like a hair difference, but Ronaldo probably doesn't remember, and I don't either. Fifteen again. Uh, when you say difference, you you mean like differences between the twins? Yeah. All right. Um, you're pretty sure from examining the uh the style of the hair, uh, that it's Tamson. Oh man, I didn't get to kill her. <laughs> Ronaldo doesn't know what's going on, so he asks Anne, who is it? Oh, this is Tamsin. Look at her sweet do. She done got her hair did, dog. Wait, wait. We we killed one of one of our principal antagonists? We is a bit strong. <coughs> Look, the important thing is I'm going to loot her. And then I do. <laughs> That's the important thing. And then I do. Okay. Um you find uh, a set of lockpicks. Nice. You find two really nice daggers. Okay. Like, really nice daggers. I'm going to write two really <laughs> nice daggers. Like, you think there might be something special about these daggers. <laughs> two special daggers. Two dank daggers. <laughs> Ronaldo says, hey, and you know daggers. How special are these daggers? <laughs> can okay can add to detect magic yeah i can i can just cast detect magic do it all right so i do that are they glowing or are they just real dank i'm like i'm i'm sorry i keep forgetting like that the the magic the magic weapons or the nice weapon rules in in dnd fifth edition changed uh-huh because you don't just get like plus ones anymore or something like that you know you can't just be like oh it's a dagger plus one like it's Actually, what it says is basically that's a lot rarer because of bounded accuracy. Like, a plus one is kind of a bigger deal, but it's still a thing if you want it to be. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, they're glowing. Oh, okay. Ronaldo says we should probably uh, get these inspected, maybe by uh, Danian. He probably knows, like, uh, magic mystical stuff, right? Uh, pro- Probably. I also, I, I need to correct myself as well. Sorry, I said that the guy was stabbed um, in the kidney or something like that. Uh, no, no, he's stabbed in the throat. Okay. I'm just I'm just checking my notes here because I'm 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 rolling around on pages here like I don't know somebody's coated me in molasses and I'm trying to get a feather coat. Okay. You're rolling around at the speed of sound. We got you. Damn straight. Damn straight. So he was he was stabbed in the throat. Yeah. Okay. Ronaldo takes out a piece of paper and like makes like a strike across one and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> okay. All right, but you have now you have two uh, dank daggers. Does he? Can he? Okay, so if he stabs someone, we'll do plus one, or do we have to have them identified first? Um, it's up to you, basically. There's diff- there's different rules. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. If he stabs someone, then we'll discuss what they do. Okay. Ronaldo isn't planning on stabbing anyone at the moment, so for now he's just pocketing the the daggers. I'm just I'm just saying. Are you? Do you want to? Do you want to inspect Tanzan's body as well? Or yeah. Oh yeah. He's going. He's going through her. <laughs> he's going through her. <laughs> he's checking everything that he can check. Twenty four. Okay. Um. So uh, the thing that stands out to you immediately is that unlike the guy, um, Tamsin appeared to get into some kind of fight beforehand. Uh, there are fresh wounds on her body. Um, none of them necessarily fatal. One of them looks bad, though. 
Like one of them looks like if she hadn't hit the bottom of the um, uh, of the quarry, presumably. Uh, again, lots of broken bones and uh, some general symptoms of having taken a, a, a fatal fall. Uh, that this wound may have killed her within like hours. Something that you notice about both bodies, though, again, yep, is that blood near the wounds very scarce. Okay. Um, light rust-colored mud. Does does Ronaldo hear any more screaming, or is this like the end? You're still he- hearing screaming coming from the tunnels and whatnot, but it it now that you're at the bottom of the quarry, it honestly doesn't sound to you yourself like you're getting any closer to it. And if you're tallying up the number of bodies that you've come across, uh, including the ones at the uh, at the front now, you're getting close to like the high 70s holy christ okay <laughs> okay i don't know what the stone rotten were planning but it seems like it didn't work out yep um <laughs> ronaldo all right look ronaldo's really concerned about silas um so he wants to keep searching so can i can i keep doing that yeah if you like <laughs> that was not a good D- dm voice no so but that's that's the only reason he's there so Ronaldo just keeps going towards screaming. You keep finding dead bodies. Each of them, each of them burned. Um, you know, none of them, none of the guards' bodies have any like open wounds on them. Any open knife wounds or or battle wounds you might describe. It's all just fire for the most part. Um, some of them, it it even occurs to you as being unusually strange that they are that they're dead. Like, you're, you're not sure why or how some of these guards wound up dead, because some of their burns, some of the guys are, are you know, like the guys you discovered up near the, the, the gate, obviously dead because, because of fire, you know? But some <laughs> of the guys that you're finding in the quarry tunnels and things like that, it's kind of puzzling to you why they should be dead, because some of them are showing up with pretty superficial burns. Okay, so but Ronaldo doesn't see Silas at all in, in here. You're not finding Silas. This is our CSI episode. Ronaldo says, look, Silas isn't here. As far as I can tell, Alana isn't here either. We've got one dead main character uh, and, and, some, <laughs> and, and some new daggers. Let's go back to the church and get some sleep. Uh, if, if you think that's best. I, I do. I, all in right. fact. All right, Ronaldo sort of like hoofs it out of there. I mean, Ant can see that you're hurting. She's going to give you some guidance. Okay. Just, I mean, now you have a plus four. Nice. In case we get jumped or something, <laughs> he said, side-eyeing Johnny. It's entirely possible. All right, but Ronaldo, like, at, at a more hurried pace, tries to get out of the quarry. All right. <clears throat> um, as you begin to leave the quarry, <laughs> yep. um, the rumbling in your ears mellows a little bit. Um, not quite to the level that it was when you first arrived. Um, uh, still a little bit louder than, than when you first arrived. Um, I, well, I shouldn't say louder, but, like, more prominent. You know? Like I said, it, you can still hear things going around you, but it just kind of, like, alters background noise. But it, it does calm a little bit by the time you get to the gates. And as you stride outside the gates into the courtyard, you see a lone man dressed pretty much in beggar's rags, standing 
staring at the quarry with a horrified look on his eyes. Boss fight, boss fight, boss fight. <laughs> Hang on. Do we recognize him? You do not recognize him, no. Okay. But uh, he, he whispers very quietly, I saw it. What did you see? I, I saw everything. Elaborate. <laughs> Exposit. <laughs> After you talk, he, he looks at you with a, uh, um, a, a suspicious expression and says, you, you're, you're one of them, aren't you? I'm one of a lot of people, but what what do you mean? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it racial up in here? What are you talking about? Because I'm a halfling? One of those people? No, not not you, Austin. He says it to Leon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ronaldo, Ronaldo says, what are you talking about? He says, you. You're the same of them soldiers. Spanishy, I think, is what he means. Yeah, okay. Wait, well, well, what happened? Look, I just got here, and I didn't steal anything. So <laughs> that was a suspiciously specific denial. So so what happened here? We're looking for our friends. I'll tell you what I saw. Do it. If you give me ten gold. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and throws ten gold at him. Oh, like a, okay, Ronaldo's kind of, it looks like he's fine with that. Like a pitcher. <laughs> so like you 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 have like an extra throwing purse around or something like that no i just d- dig into the bag and i sigh young that bitch at him okay all right uh so he starts scrambling around picking up the gold um as it bounces off of him and hits the pavement um and he tells you a story about how he was uh, uh sleeping off a, a, a potent bottle of wine in the alley off to the side when some loud uh, uh, crashing and explosive noises woke him up. He crawled to the edge of the alley and looked outside and saw a group of... He describes them a lot of foreign soldiers uh, throwing bombs over top of a locked gate. Damn. um, Having surrounded um, what were about a dozen soldiers of um, Stone Root City Guard and uh, the Lord Erlin, whom he describes as being wounded badly and not looking too good. Where did he go? Ronaldo like, immediately interrupts him and says, where did Lord Erlin go? Uh, he says, them soldiers rounded up everybody in the square and took him out to the sanitarium, I think she said. It's starting to sound to me like this rebellion is actually an invasion. Yeah. Ronaldo, think, Ronaldo kind of scratches his head and says, man, we don't fuck around in Akamoros. <laughs> we straight thuggin'. All right. Um, Ronaldo says, where's the sanitarium? The beggar, the beggar looks at the ten gold in his hand. Oh, my God. Looks back up at you guys. I, I walk over and I look him in the eye and I very deliberately empty my entire purse onto the ground in front of him. He gives you very specific directions to get to the sanitarium. <laughs> great. Ronaldo hasn't lost a dime. This is great. <laughs> Ronaldo, like, like he, ex- he, but he knows exactly where the sanitarium is now? Exactly, yeah. Ronaldo kind of like kicks one of the gold pieces away from him, and then he <laughs> Wait, as we leave, I yell back, what was your name? <laughs> he says... Doesn't matter to you. I'm leaving town. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks, convenient NPC. <laughs> he like he hops into a, like a waiting car, like speeds off. Like he, ah! he he flags down one of those party buses and then just gets on board, and you never see him again. <laughs> I'm gonna be really mad if it turned out it was important that we know who that was. Okay, um, are you are you making your way to the sanitarium? Yeah. So much for naps. So here's what we're here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna set the scene, and then I guess we'll call it a night. Wait, wait, Ronaldo. God, hold on. Ronaldo's t- Ronaldo's tired, and I don't just mean because I am. I mean Ronaldo is tired, and he doesn't have his full strength. So Ronaldo turns to Anne and says, "Look, we're we're like at half mast here." So <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> so um we need to go back to the church, get some sleep, and then maybe plan to raid the sanitarium or at least scope it out in the morning. Actually and then Ronaldo starts to think about like he starts to think like, what is our quest again? <laughs> and then he says, You know what? I'll figure it out in the morning. I, I for for brevity's sake, like we're just trying to save Silas and Alana right now, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's the main thing. But Ronaldo is he's kind of like he's like half done right now, so he goes back to the church to sleep. That's actually what he wants to do. Okay, you're gonna head back to the church to sleep. Well, I, that's what that's what Ronaldo is. Usually, Anne follows, but it's up to Austin. All right, I guess Ronaldo just straight up walks away from Anne. No, no I mean he tells. He's her. like he's like I'm going to bed. Anne will follow because she—that's her—that's her personality. But I mean, what time is it? We only need eight hours to get the, yeah. the in-game benefits, so we can right. set an alarm. <laughs> uh, that's—that's that's the plan. Like a like a Flintstones bird alarm. Well, we, have, we have to. I want to. I want to go back uh, to the place and ask ask Daniel if he knows about the daggers anyway. But that's when I wake up. At this point in time, it's probably around I would say three three thirty in the morning. I'm sleeping through the night. When you guys when you guys left the quarry. Um, when you left Alana at the quarry, it was midnight. Okay. Uh, and then you traveled to the mansion, did your thing there, traveled back to the quarry, uh, you know, travel time, you searched around. So yeah, 3.30, we'll say. All right, so we go back to the church, I guess. Like, I I feel bad about leaving them, but, like, there's not much we can do mechanically unless we're going to start getting exhausted and we're going right. to not have any spell slots and yeah. it's going to yeah. be a bad scene. All right, so uh, you make your way back to the church. By the time you get there, it's a little after four. You're, you're getting better at traveling around the city. Um, and there's still a pile of, of burnt uh, furniture and, and church accoutrements uh, sitting outside. Um, but it looks like the door is open and uh, religion's back in business, baby! <laughs> okay, so they've picked up the pieces a little bit? Yeah. Do I see? Do I see Danyan? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can spot Danyan out. He's kind of you know rearranging things and trying to like go over some of the damage of stuff that he thinks is salvageable. That boy has a work ethic. Uh, <laughs> Ronaldo says, "Yo, Onion, check out these daggers. Tell me if they're magic, and tell me when I wake up." And then Ronaldo just kind of like wanders into a room and falls asleep on a cot. <laughs> he just wanders off and lands on a pew. He's done with this shit. Next time on Sexy Dice Funk. The giant spider turns, its eyes sparkling, and its mandible glistens. And it says, So, uh, uh, you, you guys 
come here often? Uh... I can't believe it turned out Marshmallow was an Akamorian spy the entire time. Ronaldo finds the drunken hobo, beats him, and steals all the gold. Uh, for the record, I only had eight gold left. <laughs> so, I mean, that is a lot, but also, I, I made it sound like more, maybe. He was he was thinking about maybe asking for, like, one or two more pieces, so you made it rain, son. As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for March 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Ingmar Gremmen, The Cult of Gorfanax, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Dash Sean the Rage Monster, Carl Kurtz, Eric Kimball, Harrison Andrew, Luke Powers, Phoenix Mod, Jade, Tarka, Jorit, Viger Arnston, Anna Stuhlfarer, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Drew, and Taylor Hoyt. If you want to support the show, there are a number of ways to get the word out, whether you comment on Channel Awesome, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Podbean, or rate us on iTunes. If you want to help more directly, you can find Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. You can find Jess at patreon.com slash ravenallegria13. And you can find me at patreon.com slash austinyorski. If you want to support Johnny, you can buy him an HTC Vive. Please, someone, for the love of God, 